0: Welcome to the Cotton Club Crew Podcast. This is the Monday Mailbag Edition. My name is Chris, and I am very excited to get into this week's topics with you guys. We had another busy weekend of baseball, and including softball, as well as some March Madness topics that we could get to, both including the NCAA Tournament and the NITN Tournament, because we as Texas Tech fans know that once that ends, this coaching hire might get a little bit easier. Or no, I wouldn't say easier. We, we might just have a little bit of a clearer picture as we head forward into the offseason. Without further ado, let's get started. So the first question today is, uh, what's your take on the baseball team after this weekend's sweep against Texas? And, you know, this team is 17-7 and seven now. They dropped a little bit in the rankings. Uh, Texas moved one above them from being not ranked. So my honest take is that that's just kind of how the season's going to go when you have the injuries that you have. Obviously, we are still kind of missing Dylan Carter, missing that bat. It's impacting this team a little bit, but I mean, you can't say that they're not scoring runs. I mean, we lost. It was 6-2 to the first game, and then the second game, the last two games, were both walked off, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we were walked off on Saturday and Sunday. So... Realistically, it's not like you got completely demolished and made to look like an inferior team. Obviously, Texas might be at a little bit of a better spot at this point of the season than we are, but realistically, it's it's just the youth. The youth of this team is showing right now, and when you play a team like Texas, I mean, they may not have been ranked, but we all know that Texas baseball is still probably one of the best in the country, one of the best in the Big 12, so... That's nothing to hang your head on. Obviously, losing to Texas is never fun, but you got to be realistic and say, okay, this Texas team is not some unranked team that we should have beaten and swept all the time. Like, obviously, I would have expected us to maybe win a game, take a game or two, but, you know, those two walk-offs could have gone either way. There's key plays that we can point to in each of those games and say, this is the reason why we lost. You know, that's just the way the game goes. There's plenty of season left. There's no reason to be. Too pessimistic, but I can see being upset. I mean, you know, just another day on Twitter, you can never really criticize this team without others in the Texas Tech community kind of coming at you saying, Oh, you're so negative, you're so this, you're so that. No, like it's okay to critique a team, it's okay to be upset with the team's performance right now and say, This loss stinks, this loss is unfortunate, and we are allowed to react to it the way that we want. And for People to say that we're being Debbie Downers for, or not just we, many people were upset with the loss. Nobody wants to get swept. You lost all three games to Texas this weekend. It's an unfortunate outcome. And being upset about it is just normal. It's just how it is. And to be quite honest, I'm getting really tired of just having to temper or kind of put a little restraint on the things that like I want to say or the things that just I see people having to say in order to appease to the crowd and... Quite, I mean, I don't really do that. I, I was lying. I don't really do that. But I see people kind of saying, oh, yeah, you need to be more positive. There's still more se-. Like, yes, it's not like we're seeing the season's over and the season is done for where everything's lost. But it's okay to be upset about a loss. And that's just how it is with this team this weekend. We lost. We could have been 19 and 5. We could have been, shoot, 20 and 4. And said we're 17 and 7. Still a great record. Still have a lot of baseball to play, but. You know, the results are what the results are, and it's unfortunate, but I do have faith this team will kind of pick it up, this next, these next few series, and find a way to possibly win them and get back on the right track. You know, the season's not over, like I said. It's just a, blip in, uh, a bump in the road. All right, so the next topic that we have has to do with softball. Is this softball team for real, even though they lost as well, got swept by Texas? I do believe that this baseball, that the softball team, the Lady Raiders, are definitely creeping towards like a contender type of team that we will see make a pretty decent run in the postseason. You know, losing to Texas, like I said, stinks, but this team is twenty six and eleven right now, and I have a lot of faith in them. I mean that that's already more wins than they had last season. This team is, but. They still need to kind of put everything together, but they also weren't completely beaten down by Texas either. They just lost three close games to a better Texas Tech softball team. Like Texas Tech softball. I mean, a better Texas softball team. Sorry about that. Texas softball is really good, and you can see by their ranking, and you can see by how they play. It's just one of those things where they're going to put up runs, and you kind of have to match it, and if you can't, you see what happened. That being said... I do believe that this Lady Raiders team has a chance to kind of get back on the right track. I don't think we have any more ranked games this season, but I could be wrong on that. It's just one of those things where, you know, obviously you don't like to be swept. Nobody wants to get swept. Nobody wants to be, you know, embarrassed like that. But realistically, you're going to lose games like that to really good teams, and there's not much that you can do about it besides get back on the right track. That's just how it goes. I mean, I do believe that the baseball team might have a little bit more upside than the softball team, and I don't know if the softball team is necessarily going to get the respect that it deserves, because there are still, you know, really good teams that you have to play coming up on the schedule. I mean, you still have the rest of the. but you saw Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are the top two teams in the country right now. Texas, like I said, is number eight in the country, and realistically, you're probably not going to win both any of those series, but maybe stealing a game or two might help their chances and help them kind of boost up the rankings, but for right now, I will say that this team is, I mean, they've clearly improved. I think last year they went 22-26. and 26. 26 and 11 right now clear improvement but those last I think the last two series of the season are against Oklahoma and Oklahoma State so those are gonna to be tough but we're gonna kind of see how this seasons gonna go with those last two series are they going to be somebody that can you know compete for the the softball World Series or if they're just you know kind of still right there but not exactly over the pump? But let's move on to the next topic. So this one has to do, like I said, with the NIT. Obviously, we know that Grant McCaslin is the head coach of North Texas basketball right now. And he has come out recently as the favorite to land the Texas Tech job. So is McCaslin? the question is, is McCaslin still the best bet and would I be okay with the hire? So I do believe that McCaslin is still probably going to be the guy. I do believe that he has emerged as a favorite for a reason. I think that the staff put together, or the committee put together, in order to make this hire. I can't remember the other two, but I know Noron's already Odiasi and Coach Joey McGuire are both on that uh, committee. And as you, I mean, I just love that for Joey McGuire. I loved seeing him be a part of all sports kind of rooting for everybody. I have his Twitter notifications on. I'm always seeing him retweet everything, kind of congratulating everybody as they do great things throughout the entire Texas Tech, you know, landscape of sports. And it's good to see him there. And Odiasi, like, what better guy to represent Texas Tech basketball? You know, we've had some guys who are in the NBA right now. We have some guys who are playing, like, higher-level basketball. But I truthfully believe that nobody represents Texas Tech basketball like Norris Odiasi. And... There's a reason why he's on that committee, and I have the utmost faith in him being able to help contribute to making that decision. He may—I don't think he's played with any. Yeah, no, I don't think he's played with any of the guys that are currently on the team. Um, but he's definitely somebody who understands the culture of the basketball program. He understands the fan base, and I'm sure. He, I mean, I'm sure that he knows the guys that are on the team. He knows the guys that are still there and keeps in com- constant communication with them in order to kind of see where they're at and where they want. Or what they want to address with this uh, next hire. So McCaslin, to me, I personally love him. I love the guy. I've been following him for quite a while because I mean I pay attention to college basketball for the most part, and I obviously know that North Texas had made has made some noise. They were a team that I honestly thought would get into the NCAA tournament despite losing um, in the semifinals of the conference tournament, but unfortunately that didn't happen. It is what it is, you know they're doing really good in the NIT so i guess you could take with that what you will maybe they were one of maybe they should have been one of the last four teams in or first four out on the little graphic but regardless they're clearly a solid overall team that could win the NIT and they have a great chance to do that and i think McCaslin has changed the complete the changed the complexion of that program in his time there very obviously cuz north texas wasn't really basketball relevant as much and he's made them that even won some NCAA tournament games, but uh I personally like his style. I like the style of defense that he's played. I like the style of coach that he is. I watched a few YouTube videos, kind of see I saw I found one that he kind of explains how they played in one of their conference tournament games, I think a few years ago against Loyola or something like that. Yeah, it was against Loyola Chicago. I watched how um, he kind of broke down the game, broke down what they were trying to do on defense. I know, I know, there's a few complaints about the offense. I do think that that is kind of going hand in hand with the defense. You know, there are teams at the college basketball level, like we've seen this year. I mean, Alabama is one of them. They're one of the best defensive teams as well as offensive. There's teams that can play that level of offense and defense. But those guys also get the the recruits to do that, and you know they have the players that can go on both ends and be key contributors on both ends. But North Texas wasn't isn't really that type of team that will consistently get those guys that are going to be able to have an impact on both sides of the ball like they do at the higher level programs right now. But I think if he comes to Texas Tech, obviously he'll bring the defense. We all know in Texas Tech. For the past ten years, or however long Chris Beard was here, and then with Mark Adams the last two years, um, this team plays great defense. They are known for their defense, and the offense has kind of struggled alongside that. So whether fans want a offensive heavy minded head coach, you know that is neither here nor there. I do believe that it wouldn't hurt to have a guy that maybe specializes in offense more than defense. But realistically, McCasland is a guy that I think I've wanted to be hired for the longest time. I appreciate what he does on the defensive end. The offensive side of things, I think that when you come to a program, when you make the leap from a program like North Texas to Texas Tech, you're going to see a difference, obviously, in the level of players that you're going to get, the level of recruits that you're going to get. So maybe you'll be able to play the same sort of defense that you play. And then if you bring in a good offensive assistant head coach that can instill some tendencies in this team and maybe change the way that McCaslin has been viewed and bring their own offense to it, we can see a balanced program that people are going to want to play for. I mean, I'm not going to mince words here. Obviously, I don't think a lot of players are necessarily saying they don't want to play for Texas Tech because they're only worried about defense, but... Maybe that's in the back of some kids' minds when they're deciding where to go to school. You know, we have gotten some very high level recruits, but I think that they've also kind of noticed that, you know, this is defense, defense, defense. Guys who specialize in offense can have an impact in some way, shape, or form. Obviously, we've seen the likes of Jarrett Culver. We've seen Terrence Shannon Jr. come through. Those two guys are heavy guys that come to mind. Keenan Evans was a guy that, um, was a great offensive player and he's still playing professional basketball. Jemias Ramsey, Mac McClung, those guys who are really good offensive players and are fine on the defensive end. Some of them less than others, but realistically you're going to see recruits maybe not want to play for this system or you saw in the past, because we don't have a system right now as we do not have a head coach, but maybe bringing in a guy like McCaslin that guys are going to want to play for. He just seems like that guy the guys are going to want to play for from everything that i've seen he's a guy kind of guy that will bring a great culture with him and attract guys attract high level recruits and like i said the offense will be what the offense is i really hope that we can sign i've seen a few guys or a few people talk about being bringing back barrett P V. um period sorry i've messed that up uh bringing him back and having him help on the offensive side of things. I would love that. That would be awesome to kind of run that offense again. Maybe find a different associate or assistant head coach. I'm sure that like a few people have also said that McCaslin's probably getting a staff together right now. If he truly is the number one guy and is ready to accept this job once North Texas season is over, I do believe that he's probably already getting a staff together, probably getting the guys that he wants to bring along with him to Texas Tech over and Hopefully, he's going to bring the right guys that will help this team take that next step or get back to where they were because, obviously, we know this season was a dud. It was unfortunate the way that it played out. And us as fans, we want to see this team get back to where they were for the past few years and make NCAA tournament runs, consistently make the tournament, not have to worry about being on the bubble in the last few weeks. So, yeah, long story short, I love McCaslin. I think he's going to be a great addition to this team, and I think that he is going to bring a great culture. He's going to maintain this level of interest from the fan base, and I can't wait to see what he does if he is a guy. If he isn't, I mean, there's a guy that I'm going to talk about next that if he doesn't get the job that he's at right now, I mean, I would call him in a heartbeat. But realistically, McCaslin's a guy. There's a few other names that we could go for, but... Right now, McCaslin is my favorite, and I can't wait to see what he hopefully does if he gets a job. Bringing up that last question, we have Rodney Terry-Talk from Texas. Obviously, Texas lost yesterday to Miami in the NCAA tournament for a bid to go to the Final Four, so their season ends in the Elite Eight. Obviously, it was a little bit of a disappointing end as they had a lead. I think it was like a 13-point lead with like... 10 to 12 minutes left in the game and then they kind of just took their foot off the pedal allowed Miami to come back which I mean that's not saying any that's not like a bad Miami has just been so great these last two NCAA tournaments their guard play is crazy they have you know Isaiah Wong is a player that I love watching I love watching Isaiah Wong play basketball I I, maybe it's a little bit of the NCAA tournament bias but I also don't know how he isn't I mean I would be surprised if whenever he goes to the NBA draft obviously he's a little bit older he's been in college for a few more years than most people like to see but I don't see how he is in a first round pick maybe even a top 15 pick he's just so dynamic with the ball in his hands is able to get to the rim whenever he wants to he could shoot he could do it all for you that Miami team is just filled with great talent but that's not what we're here to talk about we're to see talk about Ronnie Terry and whether or not he should get that Texas job. So, obviously, we all know what happened with Chris Beard middle of the season, actually earlier in the season. Uh, that's neither here nor there. We don't got to rehash that. It is what it is. Whatever happened, who knows. But Ronnie Terry was a guy that took over for him, and he obviously led Texas, kept Texas afloat, and maybe even elevated them a little bit because last year with Beard, they lost in the first round. And, you know, Coach Terry steps in when Beard gets fired and leads this team to the Elite Eight. They obviously had talent that Beard brought in because he is who he is and Texas is who Texas is. But led them to the Elite Eight. And now it seems to be the case that Texas is offering him the job. Are they right to reward him after this year is what the mailbag question asks. And my answer to that question is, from an unbiased perspective, yes. It's the easiest answer in the world. Everybody who has been paying attention to just a na- this, just the national landscape of college basketball knows that Texas is it, like the fact that that this is even a question just kind of shows you how Texas is as a program. Like, there's no reason why this should be a question. Yes, he should be the head coach of Texas. They should give him an extension. They should give him a, not an extension. They should give him a contract to be their head coach. Yesterday, they should have done it before he even. Like, they should have done it a while ago. When they made the NCAA tournament, when they won the first few games, when they made it to the Elite Eight. They could have done that a while ago, but we all know how they operate there. They clearly just want something better than what they have there. I mean, they had Shaka Smart. Obviously, he wasn't necessarily elevating that program, but it's still Shaka Smart. They were still doing fine, and what did they do? They came and stole good old Chris beard from us because they just wanted to be stingy, and they just wanted more than what they have. They wanted to elevate, elevate, elevate. That's just what they do. It doesn't really ever and in good results but it is what it is. So should they keep him? Yes, there's no reason why they shouldn't. He the kids clearly love playing for this guy. He loves those kids, whichever kids return are going to obviously keep Texas afloat as probably one of the better teams in college basketball. And they'll still be able to recruit at a high level because they're Texas and because kids are going to see that coach Terry what coach Terry did with this program in his time there. Now, from an unbiased perspective or from a biased perspective, I mean, I could see this. I could very much, I could very well see this Texas team, or just the higher ups at Texas, uh, Chris Del Conte. I think that's what his name is. Yeah, Um, I could see them probably doing something dumb and trying to go after somebody else. I know that they um, did obviously offer him a contract. Like, I think they did it right after the game, right after they lost. And whether or not he accepts that, whether or not that's actually true, it is what it is. But, I mean, if they don't retain Ronnie Terry, Texas, Texas Tech should call him right away. And many there are many programs who don't have head coaches that should call him right away and get in contact with him and request his services because he has clearly kept that program afloat And people definitely want to play for him. So unbiased answer, yes, obviously they should keep him. That's a no-brainer. There's no doubt in my mind that they should keep him. And it seems to be the case that they are. But biased, I'd obviously love to see Texas make a mistake and let him go and try to find somebody else. Try to you know get better than what they have already and probably fall flat on their faces. But hey, it is what it is. Regardless, my answer, yes, they should obviously keep them. So that wraps up the mailbag questions. Thank you guys for, you know, constantly having questions for us to ask. Obviously, we're a little bit busier with the baseball season, softball season. NCAA tournament is wrapping up. Probably going to have some final NCAA tournament questions next week with Monday being the day of the national championship. So we will already know who is playing, which is nice. So... Can't wait to talk about that. Can't wait to talk about more baseball, softball, off-season questions with football, basketball, you know, track and field still going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the world of Texas Tech sports, and I can't wait to address that with you guys. So with that being said, hope you all have a great rest of your week. You know, start off the Monday strong, and yeah, peace out, guys.